We present Keep Me Safe by Neil Robinson, read by Patrick O'Connor. He grabs hold of me and slams me up against the wall. You said you'd keep me safe, he snarls. You promised you would. What? I splutter. What are you talking about? I don't even know you. His grip tightens round my throat, the weight of his body crushing mine. He's so close I can smell him, his breath, his soap and sweat, the leather of his jacket. He's bigger than me, heavier and muscular. His pasty, pockmarked face has run up to mine and I'm covered in spit. You promised you would, he growls again. And you didn't. Look, mate, I say, trying to push back. If he's going to beat me up, I'm not going to make it easy for him. I don't know what you're on about. I've never promised to keep you safe, as if you'd need me to do that anyway. But for all that, those words, keep me safe, do seem kind of familiar, echoing from some other time, some other person. I've a vague memory of promising someone I'd keep them safe once, but not this great lummox. I can't fix on those words properly, though, pinned as I am to the alley wall and quaking under the threat of some serious bodily harm. I don't know you, is all I can manage to say again. He gets his face out of mine, while still managing to keep me pinned to the wall. He looks at me, hard lines of rage giving way to something softer, confusion maybe. No, he says finally. You're right. I don't know you either. Sorry. Sorry, mate. I don't know what came over me. He lets go of me and turns sheepishly towards the other two lads who are waiting, bewildered and amused, further up the lane. He sets off after them, then stops and looks back. I flinch, thinking he means to start on me again. Really sorry, mate, he says. Yeah, right, I say, scratching a non-existent itch on the back of my neck. I'm shaking like mad, though trying not to show it. I'm angry too. I want to run up to him and kick his butt or grab him by the throat so he can see how he likes it. But I know that, as sorry as he is for himself now, it wouldn't be all that wise. He's still bigger than me. Trying to look as cool as I can and hoping no one's seen what's gone on, I move off in the opposite direction with those words keep me safe going round in my head, waiting for me to claim them. Keep me safe, she'd say, Amy Carmichael. That was her name. She was always saying it. Keep me safe. I'd gone out with her a couple of years earlier, not for long, a month or two maybe. And whenever we got close, you know, like third base or whatever, she'd come out with, keep me safe. Course I will, I'd say. I thought it was just one of those things that girls say sometimes, like, you do love me, don't you? Or tax me. Except she'd say, keep me safe. And I'd tell her I would. But then she disappeared. One day we're going out. The next she's gone off to university or something. She'd never even mentioned that's what she was doing. She just up and left. I texted her, of course, and put messages on Facebook, but she never answered. 
Some friend of hers told me she'd gone to start a new life to get away from creeps like me, and that I should back off and leave her alone. So I did. I just left it at that. I hadn't known her that long, or that well, to be fair, for it to matter much. So I wasn't to know she hadn't really gone off to college or wherever it was meant to be. No. What happened was, all the time we'd been together, she'd been chatting with some old boyfriend online, and he'd kept telling her he wanted her to get back with him. He was the creep if you ask me. I think that friend of hers must have got us confused, because I know I'm not. Whereas nicking someone else's girlfriend is like, well, far worse than that. Words I'd better not use here. Anyway, she'd set off to see him across town somewhere, except she hadn't got there. There'd been, like, this really bad accident, and she'd been hit by a car when she was crossing the road. It was killed outright. It had happened just like that, though I didn't read about it till months later. It's funny, really, because it turns out that when it came to it, she really did need someone to keep her safe. Well, she obviously couldn't do it for herself, that's for sure. And I wasn't to know her heart had been given to someone else. Apparently, she'd always carried this card with her that said in the event of her death, then her organs should be donated to anyone who needed them, or something like that. Turns out this 16-year-old lad, whose own heart had had some sort of disease since the time he was born, needed hers, needed Amy's heart. So they gave it to him. I didn't know they could do that, put a girl's heart on a guy's body. But that's what they'd done, and I suppose they must know what they're doing. All that was, as I say, a couple of years ago. I wasn't to know either that afterwards, that guy, the one who got her heart, found himself with a sort of Tourette's he hadn't had before. He didn't blurt out swear words or rude names for parts of the body or anything like that. No, what he found himself saying all the time was, Keep me safe! <laughs>